Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to Talk Forty Podcast, the podcast where life is reflected through intimate conversation with me, your host, Nikki F. Webb. another episode of Talk Freddy Podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 21st, 2020. Welcome back and thank you for continuing to tune in each week. If you have been following uh, the show, we are on part four of the five-part series going over the five love languages, a book written by Gary Chapman. Let me take a Quick moment to apologize. I am, I think I'm getting a little bit sick. So I'm starting to get that little itch, that little scratch in my throat. So my voice might not be 100%. Just bear with me this episode. I'll try to not um, cough or uh, be too annoying. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, make sure you make sure you follow uh, Townhouse Media. On Spreaker, you will find Talk Freddy Podcast, as well as a host of other shows under the umbrella. And uh, make sure you follow and make sure your notifications are on so that you can be up to date with um, new shows that we have coming out, new episodes. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into this week's episode. The fourth love language is acts of service. I kind of speak this a little bit, but again, it's not my primary love language. Acts of service means doing things that you know your spouse would like you to do to uh, to seek to please them by by serving them, to express love by doing things for them, um, things that you feel they would appreciate, um, cooking, cleaning, maintaining, probably maintaining and performing regular chores, cleaning the car mowing the lawn. Acts of service can be defined as actions that require thoughts, 
planning time, effort, and energy. This language to me is similar to receiving gifts. Like if you start one way, don't stop after a definition has been added to the relationship. Don't change up after the wedding. You got to keep that same energy. In the book, it seemed like acts of service are simple tasks like home ec class or something. (laughs) Making the bed, watching out for or picking up uh, clutter, caring for the kids, bathing, dressing, you know, taking care of your children. Maybe while the other partner is at work or uh, trading off on that, maintaining the car. I was originally thinking these are basic tasks that don't really mean much, but they are like, they're very essential to like daily living. And if not performed, may lead to a strain over time, like, you know, passive aggressive. So they seem pretty small or trivial, but are very important in expressing uh, love if that is your partner's primary love language. Love is always given freely. Love cannot be demanded. We can request things of others, but you want to be careful to not demand anything. A quote in the book, requests give direction to love, but demand stop the flow of love. The author does call out that what you do before marriage is no indication of what you will do after the marriage. Most times we revert back to who we are after we've moved on from that that euphoria of, you know, falling in love once we've come down from that high. Also, um, a call out is that love is a choice and cannot be coerced. You have to express desires to be loved through request, not demands, uh, not demands and not criticism. Demands and criticism are things that will drive um, wedges in the relationship. And with requests, that would offer guidance to love. It'll help steer your partner on course to assist with speaking your primary love language and filling your love tank. Another thing with criticism is that often your partner, it's like um, that is your partner giving you a clue to what it is that will fill their love tank. And it's not a real productive <laughs> It's not a real productive clue, but it'll help to tell you what it is they want you to express or to do and um, would help with you beginning to speak their love language. The only thing with criticism is you have to be mature enough to find out what that request is from your partner. You have to be mature enough to ask questions going back to using kind words because love is kind. You have to be mature enough to understand that this is something that is important to your partner and you would want to take the time to uh, find out what it is your partner is 
truly trying to communicate to you. So by talking through the criticism, you'll be able to find out what it is that is important to your partner and begin to speak their primary love language, get the relationship back on track. There's also um, a call out on a doormat versus a lover. A doormat is an inanimate object. You can wipe your feet on it, step on it, kick it around, or whatever you like. It has no will of its own. It can be your servant, but it cannot be your lover. When we treat our spouses as objects, we preclude the possibility of love. Manipulation by guilt, such as if you were a good spouse, you would do this for me. That is not a a language of love. Coercion by fear, such as you will do this or you will be sorry, is alien to love. No person should ever be a doormat. We allow ourselves to be used, but we are in fact creatures of emotion, thoughts, and desires. And we have the ability to make decisions and take action. Allowing oneself to be used or manipulated by another is not an act of love. It is, in fact, an act of treason. You are allowing him or her to develop inhumane habits. And with love, love says, I love you too much to let you treat me this way. It is not good for you. And it is not good for me. Also with acts of service. So I, I actually have a, personal, <laughs> have a personal story every week. <laughs> I've been in that situation where you um, do everything for a person and you are not, you're not even met with respect back. So I definitely feel that part of the book. It's eye-opening for me to actually read that definition there or, or read that or read that section right there because, um, again, just going back to having tools and knowledge that I can um, that I can now expand on and apply I can apply to life and I can continue to learn about these things. So I'm not going to go in too much detail because that was kind of a, that was a, that was a hard time. I'm just going to say that that was a hard time. And that was, (laughs) speaking of time, that was the three to five year relationship. So that was some hard time. Also with acts of service, the tasks seem to be kind of traditional according to gender, but relationships, relationships in households today are not the same as traditional households 30, 30 years ago. Um, a lot of our influences come from many places nowadays, um, not just what you see growing up in the home. Um, so there's inside and there are outside influences. So you definitely have to be open to compromise and overcoming stereotypes of what traditional 
men versus women roles are. If your if your spouse's love language is acts of service, some things that you can try would be to make a list of all the requests your spouse has made of you over the past few weeks. Select one of these each week and do it as an expression of love. You can leave notes, cut out some heart-shaped note cards and print some of the following. Uh, today, I will show my love for you by mowing the lawn or vacuuming the floor, washing dishes, taking the dog for a walk, or, you know, give your spouse a love note accompanied by an act of service every three days for a month. I wonder where he gets these timelines from. You can ask your spouse to make a list of 10 things he or she would like you to do during the next month. Then ask your spouse to prioritize those one through 10, one being the most important, 10 being the least important, and use this list to um, plan a strategy for a month of love. Uh, while your spouse is away, you can get the children to help you with some act of service for them. If your spouse's requests of acts of service come across as nags or put downs, try writing them in words that would be less offensive to you and share that revised wording with your spouse. For example, honey, I love you so much. You are a hardworking man and I really appreciate you. I'd love to thank you in advance for mowing the lawn this week before Thursday when Mary and Bob come over for dinner. Your husband might even respond, where's the lawnmower? I can't wait. Dude, do you guys believe those responses? I don't know. That was just an example from the book. But I like the approach because it goes with the um, earlier about criticism. Um, so you may get some not so nice words and um, that is your partner expressing what it is that they want. So if you just reword it and um, make it not so much of a trigger for you, it'll ease in um, performing that act of service. Another option would be to periodically ask your spouse if you could do one special act of service this week. What would you request? They will respond and let you know what that task, what that request is. And then go ahead and do it, but pay attention to their response. With that, I guess, kind of learn on your own what types of things would be satisfactory to them or would express uh, love as an act of service. Also, like receiving gifts, acts of service is pretty. It's pretty it's simple, pretty short uh, section of the book, actually. But it probably does require a little bit more skill in paying attention and learning, being taught what it is that um, truly expresses love as an act of service for your partner. And that, that's pretty much the end for acts of service as well for the fourth love language. As always, don't forget to follow Talk Funny Podcast on all social media, Facebook, Talk Funny Podcast. Instagram, also Talk Flirty Podcast. Twitter, you can find Talk Flirty Podcast at uh, Talk Flirty Pod. And again, don't forget to follow 
Townhouse Media. I'm not sure if I've given you guys the spelling. Uh, it's T-O-W-N-E, second word, house, H-O-U-S-E, Townhouse Media. Uh, follow on Spreaker and check out the very many other podcasts we have. I'm going to go ahead and exit right now. Probably get me a cough drop or something hot to drink. And I will see you guys next week. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.